Time to make the donuts and empty the dishwasher. Today's process is this. Your dishwasher has business lessons. Sit back, relax. Let's light a lantern. Well, hello there, Rangers. Wade Skalski here, lawyer, entrepreneur, and your guide to the understory. There are monsters and bandits here, but if you are stuck in your 9 to 5 and you want to start or grow a business, this is the place for you. Remember, admission to the understory is free, but understanding always has a price. Let's light a lantern. What is up, Rangers? Those of you who are in the understory against your will, and those of you who are in the understory on paper, on purpose, Wade Skalski here, the understory lawyer. I hope you guys are doing well today. Uh, I'm a little, I didn't sleep very well last night. Um, I'm a little groggy froggy, as my wife likes to say. Um, we've got a bunch of kids over for a play date, so there's running kids running amok uh, all over the house, um, getting our socialization in, so that's going well. Um, but, uh, so, so basically there's this, there's this Zen saying where there's a lifetime of lessons in every day, right? Uh, Mark Devine talks about it a lot too. If you don't know who he is, he's a former Navy SEAL. Um, he does SEAL fit and, um, I, I bought a couple of his books and, um, anyway, so, and he's exactly right. And the Zen poem is exactly right because if you orient your mind towards a certain goal, uh, it, your mind will create your mind will create connections all the time, right? So right now, obviously, I'm deep, deep, deep into the business goals. Um, we are on the home stretch of creation. And and I'm getting kind of frustrated and it's just like everything's so close to being done. And, um, you know, I'm just hoping that everything just comes together at once. And then it just starts to just just churn out churn out the the value and churn out the the dollars because we have been we have been holding on with regards to everything that's happening with regards to the pandemic and then the second shutdown and and everything so so what what am i talking about though about the dishwasher so so every so basically what my job is in the morning is i get up for my i haven't i've I've been doing a nighttime routine lately and so i have been sleeping in and not doing my 5 a.m wake up um, because there's been some things I've been creating that are now created at night, which is good. Um, so that's done. So I need to start doing my uh, my morning routine. I also I eat like crap. If, if you're looking at the live stream right here, here's some here's some Cheez-Its that I was mouthing on last night. Um, here's a bag of old cookie dough that I was eating. So not helping my diet right late at night. Um, got on the scale this morning, exactly 225, which is, you know, the weight that I was when I started my workout routine a few months ago. Oh, so I need to start getting up early in the morning and you start working out. Um, my morning routine helps that for the whole day. But one of the things I do in my morning routine is, um, but the nighttime routine is better for creation, to be honest with you. Um, the, 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 the morning routine is better for business fulfillment, but the nighttime routine for me is my brain just creates a little bit better at night. Although I did write the book in the morning, so I don't know, whatever. So, but the point is, is that part of my morning routine is that I empty the dishwasher every morning so that when my wife um, wakes up and starts the day and we start the day together and we feed the kids and, and then I go to work, like the house, there's, there's the dishes are all ready to go. And if you've got two kids, um, an almost five-year-old, crazy, an almost three-year-old, crazy, Luke, almost three, Mal, almost five, 
you go through a lot of dishes, right? Because each kid gets a dish, multiple cups and little cups of food in them and like actual drinking glass cups and just everything, right? And I just, I don't, I, we just go through a lot of dishes. And so that dishwasher is full every night. And every day I just get up and it's just a habit and I empty the dishwasher and you have to empty the dishwasher too for your house to run smoothly. Um, if you, obviously when you're like single, you can have dishes in the sink and you don't use that many dishes and so like whatever. But when you're, when you got a family of four, you'd be shocked how much actually not having the dishwasher empty can jam up your day because it's just, it's just really weird how little time you have sometimes with the kids. And I don't think about it. I just empty it. It's just something that happens every day and it sets everything up for success for the rest of the day. Now, what does this have to do with business? Well, if you're stuck in a nine to five right now or, or you're, you're in a business that isn't working the way that you want it to, if you're trying to build or grow a business, there are things that you must do every single day to maintain and then to grow. Like you have to have a foundation in order to grow. Otherwise, you're always spinning your wheels. You're always putting out fires. It's always a huge problem. Um, you know, it's no fun. And... The thing that I want you to think about is, um, is your, what, what in your business needs to be habitized? And I don't even know if that's a word, but when your business needs to be habitized that you don't even think about it. One thing that I get bogged down in and fulfillment sometimes is I'm not a big fan of fulfillment. It's not super fun for me. Um, until I linked fulfillment to, um, I linked fulfillment to referrals on the back end, but then I also linked fulfillment to um, foundation, right? Because if you don't, if you have upset clients, it's hard to get new happy clients. Also, it's hard to resell current clients if they're upset. <laughs> so the reason why a lot of my current, a lot of my clients when I started doing the expungements were old clients that I had represented in court, you know, over the last whatever many years. The reason why that worked that way is because um, they were happy. Right. So they're like, yeah, wait, you helped me before you can help me again. So um, the habitization of your business is critical. Now, you have to figure out what that is for you. If you've got a, you know, if you've got a like a Shopify thing where you sell physical product, then, yeah, it's going to be your fulfillment. just literally going to be sending them something. It's going to be a little bit different. But that's so I here's a really good example of really crappy fulfillment. That's really frustrating me. So. I did a Kickstarter campaign. I'm not going to throw the guy under the bus because I understand business and I understand this can happen, but it's very frustrating. I uh, funded a Kickstarter campaign for a really cool desk thing. All right. That fits perfectly with my time blocking, right? With the floating time block and then everything else that I do and kind of how I do my, um, keep my tracking during the day. And it's perfect. Right. And so that I was, I spent, I pre-bought it on Kickstarter they kicked you know they got such an awesome design it looks great and again I'm not gonna throw them under the bus but um, it was supposed to be it was supposed to be delivered in in October so I got it for my birthday right October November somewhere in there it's almost February and um, they've been okay in the communication and they've been saying, you know, that what happened was is like their wood manufacturer couldn't give them the volume that they needed because they're handcrafted or something. And so they, they have a huge, serious fulfillment problem where all of the energy and the excitement that was built around receiving the physical product um, is gone. And now every time I think about it, I get frustrated. And so it could be the most amazing product in the history of time. But because they screwed up on the fulfillment side, um, I don't know how it, 
it better be amazing. I better be awesome, right? And because it actually, it, it frustrates me and it's gonna be very difficult for me to ever buy a product for them ever again, even though it seems like they have amazing products and even though it seems like they're really good business people and nice people and, and all of that, it's, it's just the psychology of it. And I don't know what they could have done differently other than had a backup or, or source the stuff a different way or I don't know, whatever. But the point is, is that is it doesn't take much to turn the psychology of someone against you and your business. And in the digital age, it's... <sighs> There's, it used to be that there was a momentum, right? That it took, it took kind of like a momentum to take down your product or, or have people find out that they don't like you or whatever, because it would just take like a general psychology through the system. Like I, I worked for a law firm in like in my first year in LA, first or second year in LA. And I was there for, you know, they, they, the guy asked me to commit for a year. I committed for a year and it was really just kind of like a, they just kind of like churned people through. Right. But because that the internet was in, it still wasn't what it is today. I mean, this was 20 years ago. Um, it, it took it took a while before and even I think most people, you know, because they advertise, they advertise so much and all that, I don't, I don't think I don't think that there was um, as much pain. They didn't get any referral business, very little referral repeat business, but um, there wasn't as much pain for them on the signage side. So it didn't impact them. They could just keep signing people on the lead side. But today. I mean, you, you'll have stuff follow you around forever. I have reviews, you know, I have, a, I have a few bad reviews. Like I think, I think out of, I have like a hundred reviews online or something like that. I mean, I just was, I went through like a two year period. It was like, just get the, get the reviews up. And, and then I just forgot about it. And I never really worry about it because everything came through referrals. But when you're advertising online, you've got to have, you've got to have good reviews, right? Because if they don't know you and they're cold, they're going to go off what other people say. And just negative reviews just kill you, right? And so, so if you, you have to figure out how can I habitize my business in such a way as to like really decrease the probability of having a fulfillment problem, a communication problem, or an unhappy client problem, because you can even do a great job. Like I got a case, I got a case dismissed, right? And the guy's like, yeah, I got the case dismissed, but I, I got a negative review. Yeah, the case totally went away. This is, a, you know, this is in the criminal courts, right? I got the case dismissed and, and, and uh, yeah, it was yeah, got way took care of it and, and I don't have to do anything and got totally, you know, totally away with it. He doesn't say that, but, um, and the case should have been dismissed by the way, but, uh, <laughs> um, it just was, and it was whatever. It's just funny. And, uh, but, but the, I felt Wade's communication was bad. Like he sat down and he thought to himself, I really wish it would have been more phone contact. Mm-hmm. Right. And so, yeah, there probably should have been more phone contact. I'm not going to lie. My communication sometimes in my criminal cases wasn't that great because um, I was more focused on let's just get the result, which is a mistake. One thing is that doctors get sued less for malpractice if they have a good bedside manner, regardless if they're competent or not. That's a fact. So if you were just to uh, habitize, I don't even know if that's a word, but I, I dig it. If you were just to habitize your bedside manner as a doctor, you would just decrease the amount that you got sued for malpractice no matter what you did. And that's the psychology of people. So what can you, just like emptying the dishwasher every single day, what can you habitize in your business to to just always put yourself in a position to win? Because the, the difference between winning and losing in business is a micron. So what I want you to do is take out your Ranger Field Journal. If you don't have a Ranger Field Journal, take out your regular journal. I'm having a fight in there over something or strong opinions. 
Uh, if you don't have a regular journal, for the love of God, go buy a journal because you need working papers. But for right now, take out your unicorn trapper keeper from the fifth grade. And what I want you to do is write down what can I habitize? What can I, what habit can I create in my business? And just remember, there is no end if it's in the path to understanding. If you are listening to this podcast and you are an online entrepreneur, I know exactly what it feels like to be you because I am one. I know what it's like to know that you are smart and work your ass off, but always feel like you cannot get traction. I know what it feels like to have your spouse support you outwardly, but on the inside, they're saying to themselves, is this going to work? And I know that you want to create something in business, but you always end up chasing the same dollar over and over. Or maybe you want to create something in the arts, but you feel like you shouldn't play there. So you wander in the forest, stuck in the understory. I spent over 40 years there fighting the same monsters and bandits over and over. And when I discovered that if you learn what the understory is and you start to go there on purpose, you can find a clearing where you have clarity and power in your commerce, connections, and creations. You handle the forest like a badass ranger with the proper mindsets and skill sets that you need. Not once chosen for you by some guru or your parents, but chosen by you on paper, on purpose. We can walk the understory together, but I cannot find you unless you raise your hand and say, I'm over here. Subscribe to my email list at understorylawyer.simplecast.com. Let's find your clearing together, a place free of entanglements, a place with a bedrock foundation, and a place where you set the boundaries, not anyone else.